So I'm, I'm starting off with a Rashi in this week's parsha. Pasuk says that by the, the parsha's Mitzrayim, it talks about the nigei batim. So the kohen, the tibur kohen, the tibur kohen, the pinos habayis. They cleaned out the bias before the kohen came. They emptied out the bias. Better word. They emptied out the bias before the kohen came. So Rashi says, why are you emptying out the bias? So he says, because well, let's figure out what the problem is. Because we'll come to me. See, you'll be terrible in the mitzvah. So only, the only candles which are not don't become tor are pachim Things are not of cheres. Things are not of wood, metal. You can terrible to become tor. Food you can eat when you're tummy. So there's like, what's what, what's the problem? The problem is. These kliharis, uh, which those are like considered like the, the, the cheapest and least significant of the items of a person, though. Mikan shataris chasal mamanosh yisrael. The Barsham is the Barsham, The Torah. The Barsham is is concerned about people's money. He doesn't want us to lose money for no purpose. You find that the the Gemara says this in Menachos um, as well. The Gemara says. We're discussing about the the halachas by the, by the lechem upon him, which was a daily, was, was a weekly occurrence. Um, so the level of type of flour that they used was a less expensive flour. Whereas the mission says why? Because you see that the bereshit must cost some money Yisrael to use that very expensive flour week after week after week. We should, it would be, a, be it would be a pressure on Klai so, so we didn't do that. And that's an interesting concept because you have a rule of anonymous bakamashiris. When you apply, you don't apply it. That's a different discussion a little bit. The more says, "How do you know?" So the more brings uh, a different pasuk, and the, the, the uh, by the, the story of the the by, by Meimarivo, that the Russian brings out water, and the male this way, so and their animals will be able to drink as well. So why does he mention that the animals can drink as well? Because the Russian is because he's sending enough water that the, all the animals the animals shouldn't die, not because he's worried about the animals dying. Is because he's doesn't want Klaisa to lose money, um, and the Russian clearly was making a distinct nace the amount of water that you need to maintain the the Klaisa on the midboard was a large amount of water. Besides adding on the animals, the numbers just like go like to the roof. The numbers are close to the roof as it is, right? Um, let's say for argument's sake that you ma- I mean, for argument's sake you imagine that. Every member of Christ, you know, average person uses a gallon of water. I don't know, they use a gallon of water those days. Let's say they use a gallon of water. You have men, you have women, you have children. Approximately two and a half, three million gallons of water coming out of this bear a day. That's just people. Because I'll say that there's nobody in Christ who left me trying, but didn't come out with 90 donkeys to him. So each had, each, the 600,000 households, each one had 90 donkeys. Right, so the, right, so the math gives you that fifty-four million donkeys, right, in six hundred thousand households. Right, so and now, how much does, does a donkey drink? I don't know, but then, the, then they make the rob. They had make the rob. They had a lot of. They had sheep. They had cattle. Right, I once checked in a checked in a library. This is the good old days. How long ago this is? Checked in a library. Um, <laughs> A average sheep drinks a gallon of water a day, and a a a ewe, or, which is which is lactating, which is nursing, drinks two gallons of water a day. Right. So you know, I mean, I don't know. So you're talking about basically Niagara Falls was coming out of the ground. Right. You know. So 
Which you have to understand, you know, the Chetam Emeriva in, in, in that context, this is totally an aside. So Moshe Rabbeinu says that Rashi says it, was a, it was a lack of Kiddush Hashem. You're in the middle of a midbar. Right? All of a sudden, like, you know, Niagara Falls comes out of the ground. But if you would have spoken to the rock, it would have really been an ace. If I really would have copped, it's an ace. And now it's just like it's a shikle less an ace. And the difference between the two Nisim is like, you know, it's somewhere between infinity and you know, like Googleplex and infinity. You know, like, you know, like that's the difference between the two. And ah, the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, he has to be nifter. He can't go to the Surah, he has to be nifter. That, that's the Madrega of the Russian Madatik in Sadiqim Chutasaro. I mean, the nace was a mind boggling nace. You know, if he hits a rock, people will say maybe it's because there really was water there beforehand. Like, really? Like, you know, it just happens, like, you know, just, just pull out, like, you know, 50 billion, you know, gallons of water, like, you know, just by with one hit of a rock. And they're not going to say that. Okay. Anyway. So the Russian has cost someone, the, 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 that ex, ex, extraordinary nace is because the Russian cares about the money of Claudius. So, so I just want to talk about the, the attitude towards money, towards properties, you know, so we clearly see that, you know, that the Barisham is, is much of the fact that we have we have properties and we, we have to deal with it. Uh, we, we we have to take that as as, as a bracha. We look at uh, we look at Ashiris as a bracha. There are there are religions, the Havdu, which look at that as it's all it is is it's it's, it's, a, it's a challenge and you know really being you know they have power they have, they have vows of poverty and all these wonderful things you know etc. Like you know, we said that's not true. That's not how we look at it. We don't look at it like that. I told you once before from Hirsch. About Baltashkas. Does that sound familiar? Okay. The, there's a Gemara Shabbos. The Gemara Shabbos says that a person is a person who gets angry to the point that he rips clothing, he should be, you, should, you should perceive him as a, a person who does a Vodazar. Because that's the way of the Yitzhahara. Today he says, do this. Tomorrow he says, do that. Next he says, do a Vodazar. You do, you do a Vodazar. So Hirsch says, what does that mean? I mean, so. The, the person who doesn't, who, uh, you should start with, you know, why create a person who uh, hits his little sister? Eventually, he's going to do what is our. Like, like you're saying, the eight charges. He starts small, he gets big, eventually, he does what is That's not what the more means. The more means that you're dealing with a very, very small form of what is our. Till you eventually get to the point where he does actual what is So why is this what is our? What's that what is our should be? So he says the root of a Zorah is the, the denial that the world belongs to Kodesh Baruch. When it comes to somebody's item, a borrowed item, I have told me just to use. Do whatever, do whatever, whatever I'm supposed to do with that, I can do with it. But I have no wish just to destroy it. Only the owner has the right to destroy something. When a person comes and he, he takes something of this world and he destroys it, what he's saying is the person is not the owner, he's the owner. That's already a, that's that's a main of a zara. He put he took the mushroom off the off the pedals and put himself in the place. So it's not mamash of a zara, but that's that the that's the starts. You start with that attitude. You can you sir can do whatever you want because you're really the boss. Okay, eventually the person will do actual avodazara. So he says it comes out that the 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 aver in the Torah of Baltashka is that you may not destroy wantonly destroy trees because they're not yours. They belong to Kodesh Baruch is one of the most foundational mitzvahs of the Torah. This is Baltash. That's what he writes. Awesome thought process. Mm-hmm. Baltash like is what yelling your kid don't waste your food. Yeah. Right? Right? It's saying it's, it's a whole different ball game. It, it's, a, it's understanding that the person gives us something for a reason. Um, I once 
saw there's a there's a little booklet a book came out from a person named Rabbi Pinchas Winston from Toronto. I don't know he's still. I have no idea. This is this, I'm talking about. This is, came out thirty something years ago. So I don't know whether I don't know whether he's still lives in Toronto. I don't know what, where he is, what he does, etc. He was he was running the H program in in Toronto at that point in time. I think. Um, and the name of the book was, or little little booklet was, if only I were if only I were wealthy. And this picture of like a person with like a lot of, lot of dollar bills on the cover. And his the 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 the, the, the subtitle was the Torah's attitude towards wealth. That was the. So there's a mission of us. The mission of us says that a person should not be mafleg. You shouldn't like be mafleg and say like be marked the person. You know, there's no way this person has anything significant to contribute. Everybody has There's no person doesn't have his moments. Every person has something to contribute. And everything has its place. So he gives the following thought process. Right? There's some, uh, you go to the store and, and you buy a bag of rubber bands. Right? Cost a dollar. hundred rubber bands a dollar. Rubber band costs a penny. Right? How, right? I don't know what they cost nowadays. Right? One penny for a rubber band. So how valuable is a rubber band? You just throw a rubber band out. How valuable is a rubber band? So he says, imagine the following scenario. So a person is sitting at his, at his desk, and so Ruben is sitting by his desk, and Shimon comes in with a, with, a, with a suitcase full of money. They've been making a, a, a collection for the, for the purpose of a young man who's, who needs a surgery, and they bring in, the, they, get, they got the cash, whatever it was, $20,000, and he brings it in, they have the money ready to go deliver it to the, to the, to the doctor to pay for the surgery. So Romain opens up the, 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 the briefcase and he sees a big wad of bills. He takes out the, 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 the rubber band and he wraps it around the bills. Fine. Gets, he puts his coat on, puts his hat on, goes outside. Outside it's very windy and he trips and he falls. And the, brief, the briefcase split, bursts open. But since there's an urban around the, around the money, it doesn't fly away. You saved a hundred thousand dollars. So he collects, he gets the briefcase again, goes to the hospital, gives the money. They do the surgery. They save this young man's life. This is the marshal that he gives. The young man grows up, goes into the goes into secret service, and he's assigned. The duty of, of covering the, the, the president. And one day there's, a, there's an attempt to at the president's life, and he saves the president's life. He says, So, what saved the president's life? A rubber band. That's the muscle that he gives. That's the mission saying. There's nothing, there's nothing that doesn't have a function. So, our attitude towards money, money towards items, is a virtue put them in the world, they're Caleb to accomplish things. Now, it's a real problem. We live in a society which this is extremely problematic. Right? Because if we, be, if we would take that... You know, I'm old enough to remember the idea of that, you know, when you got a hole in your socks, you would darn the sock and, and, and you would... Right? 
So my shirt says, once upon a time you were darn the socks, now you say, now you say darn sock and you throw it away. <laughs> right? That was my shirt's line about it, you know. Like, um, yeah, we didn't waste things. Like, so I have to, it, drives, it drives me crazy. So I get, I get something, you know, in the, in the mail, you know, bo- you know, in a box. Those boxes are good boxes. Yeah. But if I'd save all my boxes, I wouldn't have where to live. Like we created a society which we, we were forced to throw away. I told you that my wife told me this story about these girls who went to uh, to work in Russia, like after you know the they, the, the iron, iron curtain came down, the whole thing. So they were ha- they had these summer summer programs. They had you know camps where these kids and the girls would go from Cleveland. They would go. Then they had a camp there. They ran there for girls. So the girls came back, and I told my wife the following story. Says they were staying. Were they were staying there. Or they were. They were. That's where the girls were. They would go pick up the girls. These girls live and they have these, these gigantic high-rise buildings. You know, with like hundreds and hundreds of apartments. So between these two gigantic buildings, like you know, bigger than the size of the the towers, there is one small dumpster, which was emptied once every two weeks. That's how much was thrown out over there. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they were poor. They didn't throw anything out. So they gave the girls chewing gum. They you know, cut her chewing gum. The girls saved it the whole 30 days. They, they saved it from day to day. They never had gum before. So each day, at the end of the day, they would take it out and they put it in a little thing so they could have it the next day. And they used the same wad of chewing gum for 30 days straight. And I tell the American girl to say, you know, first, I, don't like, I don't like people chewing gum. Let's say, let's say girls chewing gum, right? You don't save it from day to day. You about day to day, the same day. You know, you have the gum that you use in the morning, and then you throw that out. You have gum in the afternoon. You're like you know, like you know, the, the box of all of those little pieces. You know, it's finished by you know in two days. You know, thirty days, one piece of gum. We we have we have we have a problem in our society. The things are so cheap, and our time is more valuable. So. That's right. <laughs> so the time it takes to gather the boxes is more so valuable now we than the price of everything. The, recycle it. Say, so, so that's the problem. But right? the musig of the musig of that understanding that the Russian gave us something, and with something which we could do with it. Right? They they spent time before on this. You know that that, that was the, the society allowed for it. Our society doesn't. Our society does not allow for it. And there's something which is diminished in the understanding of the relationship between what the Russian gives us and how we're supposed to appreciate it from then till now. That's, um, that is one point. There are a few, a few points over here in the packet. We're not going to get through the whole packet, but you know, just a lot, a lot of, I was busy you know, coming up with different ideas. Like, you know, a little bit... A little bit uh, Slap happy over here. Okay. <laughs> First piece is from morale. So morale actually in the Sivasova. Morale has saved in the Sivasova. Two volumes. And it's, it's divided up to what he calls in many different Nesivim, which is like little, little topics. So he's a topic on the topic of Osher, on the topic of, of wealth. So he brings the Gemara on Shabbos. Um, so the more has multiple definitions of what it is, but Romero's point is a person who has nachos from his, from his he he finds pleasure in having his money. It's, it's comfortable for him. Retirement says that he has many people serving him and he has many many properties. Kiva says it's a, a, a wife who's in love with myself. He has to make the kisses some of the 
Okay? So, he has to explain what does it mean that they have to do with Usher. Right? Especially, you know, basically, what's the point? Okay. Um, so, three lines in the bottom, on the right column. Okay, the, the idea of Usher is, is you shouldn't be a Chaser, you shouldn't be lacking. That's what Ashiras is not lacking. That's what the word means. If you feel good about what you have, means you don't feel you're lacking, then you're an usher. He feels he's lacking. You don't have the benefit of a jiris. That's called you, you, you have enough. Um, my wife showed me an article from an H.com article from Rabbi, Rabbi Benny Blach. Rabbi Benny Blach is uh, you remember Shmuel Blach, right? Remember Shmuel? Yeah. So they're cousins. They're, right? He's a he's a in NYU. Um, so he wrote an article. I don't remember all the details of the article. But apparently there was some. There was this conversation between a, a this r- very wealthy owner of a company and one of his good workers, etc. And one day the worker says to the to the boss, "I have something that you don't you you, you don't have." So the boss got very upset. There's nothing that he's very wealthy. He has everything. So the boss says, "Really? What do you have that I don't have?" He says, "I have enough." That was an right, awesome line, right? Um, okay, so the point that Ramirez says that the definition of a shiris is the, that that you, you're not lacking. So a person who, who, with his wealth, feels he's lacking, he's not an usher. That's 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 that point. Okay, um, I think it's, he puts it that puts that down very well. The Nevi'chaim on the Mishnah is usher samei Basically says something along these lines. Okay. So how do you understand Sunnah Whatever you have, whether it's a little bit, it's what it's a lot, you know, as long as you're happy, wonderful, everything's wonderful, right? So he says in the second paragraph, a person who's impoverished, and he finds a large amount of money, a, a treasure, he's, he's delirious with happiness, he totally is taking Kadosh Baruch he's praising Kadosh Baruch the brush is so wonderful, etc. He forgets, Right? Instead of enjoying his wealth, he wants more. Okay. That which I have a minute ago does not mean I have to have it this minute. At any moment, I can lose it all. So every moment, it's a new nasina from a Kodesh Baruch. So that we're all, all together as one. Every moment he realizes he could lose it, that he still has it, so he has the simple of getting it. 
וזה השומר, איזה אושר שמח בחלקו, לשון הווה, ששמח תומי בחלקו של השיר, מה משל עליו במולי? It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm accepting the fact that I'm impoverished. It means I, I'm, I'm appreciating the, the Ashiris that I have. Every moment I'm appreciating it. Because I realize that there's no guarantees in life. And the fact that I had it yesterday doesn't mean I should have it today. Okay, that's how he touches. Shanemar um, Yigekamech but Mishesh Rav, actually, Okay, so that's uh, the point that he says. I think it's a, if we would, we appreciate the Russian gives us what he gives us. But the more we realize that it's totally not in our hands, Rabobo writes a fascinating thing. He says that a person generally feels fairly secure in his life. Um, General, except for barring, you know, major, you know, wars breaking out, etc. Pretty much, he has it in control. What comes along and, and undermines that feeling of security? The mitzvah b'tochem. B'tochem is you realize that the kaddish baruch runs the world. Right. So that first regga, your reaction is, I'm not the boss anymore. I have no control over anything. That moment that you feel you have no control over anything is the scariest moment. Of the, the scariest moment. Right? I'm riding on the bus. I'm the, I'm, I take the ground bus. Right, leave the driver to us. I'm like very comfortable, very relaxed, etc. You know, sitting in the back over there doing my work. I look up and there's no driver. I freak out. There's no control. Right? That's how we look at the world. All of a sudden, whether we wake up, realize that you know, I don't, I can't really control my health. At any moment, I could lose. Russia could take it away at any moment. I can't control my life. I tell you, Rukhasko says that that people don't get nervous yamim the roim. He says, why? Because they hold the mitzvah for levaraya. They're the books. The mitzvah was the mitzvah. Mitzvah for levaraya. The mitzvah says you got it all wrong. I'm the mitzvah. So you're the mitzvah. <laughs> and prove to me why I should give it to you. Right? That's the truth. You know, a, a person to be the smartest person in the world, and he can fall and hurt himself and lose all of his mind. You know. And there's all of his his self-definition was because he's such a wonderful guy because he's so smart and he's not so smart anymore. Now what? He's actually pretty foolish, and the, or a person that he's Gieber, you know, and you know, and gets a virus and loses all of his muscle. Right? It happens. Any reg, anything can happen to us. We have we are so not safe. You know, they start to, you start. Tell, you know, reading these things about how many microbes there are in the air around you, like you know, like you know, there's like forty billion microbes in the space, like this. You know, they're all they're all out to eat you. You know, like you know, like, you know, like you know. So one of the said, you, you, know, you have three options. The three options that a person go through life are either you cannot think about it because if you think about it, you can go out of your mind. So that's the option called a fair. Like you know, the horse doesn't think. You know, the, the famous the famous muscle of the Magad. The Magma said, you know, people, different people have different reactions to Yom and the Royim. So, some people like Rosh Hashanah, you know, some of the Royim, some people have Rosh Hashanah, some people have Rosh Kippur, some people like nothing. He says, there is a fellow who had a very valuable item and he needed to get it out of the country. So, in those days, smuggling was, uh, they, would, they would shoot. Try to smuggle something in and out of the country, they would shoot you. So, but he's got to get out of the country. So he goes, he hires a, to, you know, a, a, a smuggler, an accomplished smuggler, and he, he says, I'll pay you the money, etc. Okay, 
so they get they're going on the journey. You have the horse pulling the wagon, and you have the smuggler, and you have the the the, the owner, and they're getting closer and closer to the border. So the owner soon gets on the on the, on the, on the wagon. He's 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 sweating bullets. The smuggler, you know, I've, I've done this before. Nothing to worry about. He gets close to the border. The mice, you know, he knows that you know. Just she made the last time. Let me make it this time. He says, but the horse goes through all the way without 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 being batting an eyelash. So some people make it all the way through. The, you care about that, that? That's the fair. That was what the, the Magen said. That's the same thing as the fair as a horse, right? <laughs> so option number one is be a fair. Just don't think. Option two is you think you you come with sugar, you go to your mind. Or option number three, you become a bit hair. You realize the Kodesh runs the world, and you trust the Kodesh There's only three options, right? So if, if you realize that every rega, you don't you, you don't have health. Every regular person is giving you health, so we're delirious and happiness that I have health. Because every Hijabarsha just may be healthy. I couldn't see a minute ago, now I can see. Have they got a person I could see a minute ago? Right. And, um, so, are you sure? I had money yesterday. I had, you know, I, I, my bank account, I had, you know, I, I, in my investments, I had $50 million. Okay, and today, I'm starting with zero. Barsha gave me $50 million again. Tomorrow, he gave it to me again. Right? So I'm mamish like I win lottery every day. That's, good. That's what the Rebbe Shachayim is saying. Okay. Now the morale in the Mishnah says a little bit different connection than what he says in, in the Sivas. Money, what does money do with me? Money is not me. It's a distinct, distinctly separate item from myself. That I should be called an usher means you're, you're touching me up. Why am I touched up based on my money? As the mission says, I'm a chacham. I'm a giver. I'm a mechubber. And I have a lot of money. Like, let's get the word straight. So what, the mission is saying, what does it mean that you're an usher? A shiraz which doesn't interface and change who you are is not a shiras. So I have a lot of money in my bank account. That's very nice. So you, so you have a very rich bank account. Mm-hmm. When the money in, affects how I perceive life, and now I'm a person who relates to the world the way an usher should relate to the world as a happy person. Now I'm an usher. So I'm not really an usher. But he's called to me, that's, that's, and that's fine. That's, that's the point that morale says. I think it's a gorgeous, gorgeous point. Okay, now, the next piece I want to skip. Piece after that. It's a gorgeous piece. No, sorry. It starts at the bottom of the, the, the first. Tuffman Vaughan at the bottom. There's a piece of this is quotes from the the Satmar Rebbe. Okay. So they should have the hospital and the city's time was right. I want to explain the following idea. 
Mamash Omer Chazal, Basimon Asher Mekamsen. Rich people are misers. Then a woman is not a sore It doesn't make any sense. Why? That Rabbi, only Shemakashi Gala bought the other Prutas and Watim. He has very little money. It's very hard to get it. Mr. Shemakamsen, you're Mr. Mirosher. He doesn't want to give anything away because it's, it's, it's such effort to get it. It's so valuable to him because he has so little of it. But the Asher has so much. Having a lot makes it, makes it less valuable to me. That's not so important to me because I have. Right? That's been the natural response. That would have a little, I appreciate much more than that, but I have a lot. Um. But the Russian made the nature that, that, that that's not what happens. The person becomes rich. It's illogical. The guy has fifty million dollars. So give five, I can't get five dollars. You know, it's money. Like you know, like I don't know. Like you should, you should be like that. Gives away so easily. So why is it worth saying that Usher uses the company? Okay. So listen to the Sama Rebbe's Chab. Like Mamish, it comes like from Mamish, like 180 degrees. Person who's a Kamsen has to be attacking himself. How does he, how does he do Tikkun? Certainly to Yosef. The Rabbi says you have to go to the extreme. Father Harvey, can I leash breath Tivoy? Krama Chazal, when he brought him on the Shabra Sateva. Okay, so the Russian put out each person in the world with a certain nature, and our job is to overcome it. And become the, the revolver writes that the Raman refers to the meters, we refer to meters, he refers to them as deus. Deus means that something which your, 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 your intellect is deciding when to apply and when not to apply it, as opposed to just I do it naturally. If I'm a nice guy naturally, that's not. That's because you're not supposed to be a nice guy. You're supposed to be able to take a stand, etc. You need to have you need to have control, the das, to decide when yes and when no. Otherwise, it's, just, it's nothing. So, I, whatever even the quote about the good natures, you need to sometimes overcome. But Kabbalah the bad nature. So how do you overcome? The Rambam says you go to the extreme. So I have a guy over here as a Kamsan, and he's overcome by giving a lot, giving a lot. He has no money. So Russian done a favor. He made him made him an usher. It's not the pshat. Ashirim become kamsonim. Kamsonim become ashirim because Rosh didn't have didn't a chesed. He gave him a hechel tip to be given a fourth ticket. To fourth ticket. Do I only count to metava? He started with thousand hundred and little fikoyim. Kachaprutah who benafshay. There kachosal kachosparik. I'll be right. Marachik menu minazusha kamsonim. So most of them, the Rosh didn't make them kamsonim because not fair to them. How they can overcome their, their mita? So Rosh made a niyim not kamsonim. Now, I have to tell you, it's a gorgeous word. I, I can imagine, you know, if I'm the Rebbe and I'm going to this big miser trying to collect money from him. Uh, this line is because Pusha going to blow him away. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. You're going to all wrong. Bet some of your accounts and your goal, your purpose in life is to, is to become, be, be, be a better person. The person did you a favor instead of making you an usher. 
Yeah. You got it all wrong. You have no right to the shiris. The whole purpose of the shiris is to the hips and give me stock. You get all that stuff. Right? <laughs> awesome thought process. Yeah. Okay, the next piece is, this, is um, okay. Aye. The top of the left, left, left column. Um, so the decisions move to Eretz This is what they're talking about. Okay, because the, the Shlor writes this introduction to this. This is in this person's introduction to the Sefer, but it's actually a quote. From, I only found the one version of it, which was that was not a clear version. So the quote over here is. How was it the other day? Was that Shlom is divided up under different topics? So he calls them sectus. So he has sectus sukkah. The dear Masha Belibi, how you buy your tummy? I want to mention something which is bur- was constantly burning in my heart. Building gorgeous homes like the palaces of, of the, the nobles. No, we'll take the house with us. We're not staying here. Famous mice with the Chabad Chaim, right? That the person came to visit the Chabad Chaim. The Chabad Chaim's furniture was like, you know. He, I had a chaver in Kerlo that. I had a chaver in Kerlo, like, lived in the same building as me. He's older than me, but, you know. I got married already, had like three or four kids. Um, he, had, he had a folding table for his dining room table and folding chairs for his dining room chairs, and that was it. Do you need more? You don't need more. The person comes to the Chabetz Chaim, and that's what his house looked like. Right? So the person, the visitor from America, asked him, like, where's his furniture? So Chabetz Chaim said, back, where's your furniture? He says, no, I'm just passing through. He says, so am I. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, the next piece is the morale. I'm not going to read it inside of the little he goes to the, to the Gemara over there. The more talks about there was three Asherim in Yerushalayim um, who were able to would be able to have sustained Yerushalayim, and like they burnt it. And then the Kerman came. The whole the whole Gemara with the council of council. So he says there are three types of Asher. The only Asher which is is a sim, it's, it's a bracha of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. is being made to the person giving him a bracha. Asher is a bracha. That's one. Um, the second type of bracha, usher, is a person gets it, that um, that he should have. Bershom gives it to take care of his needs. So this person has a large amount that he needs, or the person feels that he has a large amount that he needs. The Bershom is, is maintaining him. The third one is that the person is deserving of covered, and our, and our world you get covered by a shirim get covered. Shalom points out in Mikhail is the Chavos Hamiskin is Bazuya. You can have the wisest person, but he was he was the Anani, people just don't appreciate him. And the opposite, you know, people who have a lot of money, a lot of fame, are, their wisdom is appreciated, even though they're not even though they're not so smart. 
like you know, these, these actors and actors are giving their opinions about them. Like, what, they, what do they know yeah, about yeah. it? But they're public people; they write whatever they want, you know. Because the people are going, oh, that's not so smart. He may, oh, he's, oh, he's not an actor anymore. <laughs> no opinion anymore. Like Monashach, if you're smart, you're smart. Not, that's how we, that's our society. See, he wants to say that the three Ashirim over there, each one corresponds to different types of Ashiras. So sometimes the Ashir is to give a person a Hashivas, sometimes it's to give him a Brach of a Kabbalah, and sometimes it's to give him that they should have money to, for, the, for his needs. Okay. Um, this next piece over here is um, a piece from. Uh, Chief Rabbi um, in um, England, Rabbi Sachs. Okay. Um, the point that he, the point that he, that he you read the piece yourself, etc. The biggest challenge that the class ever faces is is, is, is Pogroms that Jews stood up, Yiddishkeit, they're in. Put them in a country where you know. They liked them, they accepted them, and they allowed them to become, get ahead, quote unquote, get ahead, and said, be successful. Right? Interesting words, right? You're successful because you have a lot of money. You can be a horrible husband, and you know, but you're successful, you have a lot of money. So that's called success in our society. Right? And there, all the Jews lost it. Says, so some people, um, he says, there's somebody. Um, who suggested um, there is this phrase over here somebody said that He says, we look at the that the, 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 that the is this is not doesn't have to be something which which betzim is, ne- is negative for us, and the void which we have is to learn how to appreciate the brachas the Russian was giving us, use the brachas the Russian was giving us, and and um, um, it's, and use that as a vehicle to close to the, um, here it is, last page. First name, I don't know who this is, but you know, the quotes of fellow Salo, last paragraph, second line. Salo Baron called the Lacrimos Theory for Jewish history. Right, Lacrimos is the, uh, is correct here, the, lac- or, the, lacrimal, the lacrimal grants. So lac- the, seeing it as a, a succession of martyrdoms, that's not the Jewish mainstream. That's not how we look at life. People more than Tisha above, but immediately there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, you have a shot of Nachman afterwards. Um, so I told you my story about my father from Australia. I tell you that story. So I had a father in Yeshiva from Australia. His parents were survivors. Both, if I call correctly, both parents had been married before the war and lost a mishpacha. And they met after the war and they married. They had one child. 
one son. They ended up in Sydney, Australia. After the war. There's not so much going on in Sydney, Australia. It was once going so Melbourne was much more of a Jewish community, but even then, Melbourne did not have a major... Yeshiva um, you know, This is before the Kerala started. And now there's a Kerala there, there's Yeshiva you know, you know, but this... So the son became 15 years old, and he, he's going to Yeshiva to learn. So they set themselves to Yeshiva. They cannot afford to bring him home. So he was in Yeshiva for four years without going home. Four years without going home. He spoke home twice a year by phone, because in those days it was very expensive to talk by the phone. It was like $9 a minute to Australia. He wrote letters every week. Every week he wrote a letter home, and then his parents would write a letter to him, and that was it. He saw his father once. His father came to America in business. His father was in Yeshiva for Shabbos. Hadn't seen his mother for four years. He's going home after four years. He's going home. You know, Yom time he used to go to to, to friends or to family, and you know, but you know, New York, whatever. But he, he's going home, and and I'm picturing the mother's, you know, the homecoming meal that the mother makes for him. The homecoming meal the mother makes for him is going to be called to Shabbat. Like this is a Jewish mother. I mean, it's my bargaining yeah. thing. It's a Jewish mother who has an only son, and she's a survivor. There's nothing more precious to a survivor than family. And she sent them away to learn Torah for four years. It's like, you know, you tell a woman, oh, they send your son away for, for, you know, for six months straight, so I can't handle it. You know, I'll go, I'll go to still visit him, we'll come back home. It's, it's hard. Imagine that. All right. He comes home and his mother puts down like every favorite food that he ever, you know, mentioned one time that he likes, you know. Sits down, says his, his, his mother's home cooking. If all he tastes is food, he missed the point. What, what he's tasting is four years of his mother's love wrapped up in a, in, 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 into a steak. That's the geschmack of the steak. Not the steak, it's the four years of his mother's love. That's how he's supposed to eat an apple. That's what I said once. Right. The, all the Russians love is this gorgeous thing he gave you. So, Oishir is a bracha of If we would take our Ashiris as the, the, all the Russians love that he's giving us and feel it, it's especially like, you know, the brachas we would say and the, the, the hargoshas that we would have and the happiness which we would exude we would be mind-boggling. But we don't. That's his point. It, it, Ashiris doesn't have to be, it's an Nisoyan. It doesn't have to be, it's not a, intrinsically a Sira. If anything, it's Adarabha. Ashiris is, every moment I'm, I'm feeling the Russians being native. And, 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 and in a gorgeous way. Uh, the next piece, pretty straightforward. This is the first, this really just the first point. There are three things about he's, he's just flaunting, ostentatious. This is a, makes one conspicuous and rouses the envy of others. Because people who are not wealthy to become ashamed of the lack of means and it make one arrogant. The purpose of wealth is to help others, not to show it off. Um, so and he has uh, some understanding of that. The last piece over here. Last piece over here is from the Birchus of Ram. Shlita. Um, so he points out the idea of the middle of Histapkis 
is not a meter of the Yavid. Now, now you know too much. Learn how to, to accept it. He says, Adarab, there's definitely a, a, a clear and haga that a person should say, I don't want more because it's just going to be distracting. So we have to grapple with our realities. Right? If we're honest with ourselves that, that, that more is, is, is distracting, and I'm not having more and feeling a kind of love and responding in kind. For me, more is distracting. So don't buy that lottery ticket. <laughs> um, every once in a while, like, you know, I, 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 when, the, when the lottery is very big, I don't buy. Because, like, there's no, I, I don't want to deal with that amount of money. My wife said, it says, I don't reach before the chet. Like, the way the, the, the before she learned, he had this whole question on what's going to happen when he eats Seitz Adas. He'll be super Kodesh better because he'll have Bechira. He had his whole plan on how it's going to work out. The only problem is he couldn't, he couldn't imagine in his mind what it's like after eating Seitz Adas. He says, winning a lottery ticket is basically the same thing. Yeah, when I get the money, I'll do this with it, I'll do that with it, and I have all the plans. You have no idea what it's like once you have the money in your hand. It's like, it's like it's eating the Eitzadahs. But it's only 20 million. Like, you know, like 20 million I think I can handle. Half a billion, I'm not sure I'm ready to handle it. Okay? But I don't think the Russian wants me. That's what I'm supposed to do in my life. So the Russian was going to definitely do chesed and make me not win. So why should I waste a dollar then? If I'm not, the Russian going to do the chesed and make me not win. That's in case he wants you to have the money, so give him the chance. <laughs> Yeah. If the person really wants to have the money, he'll figure it out. Right. He's saying that there's a, there's an approach which says, I recognize that these things are distracting. There's a mice, I'm not, re- not recalling the person's name. There was a Rav in Pittsburgh in the 20s. It's awesome mice. He'd been there for many years. And. Um, But Tamil Chacham, he sat and he learned, etc. He was retiring, and the, the community was very, was very concerned about him that he had no money, he had no income, etc. So the people in the community got together and they, they, they raised money, and they gave him a matana. Uh, I'm thinking it was something like $10,000, just like 1920, which is like, I don't know, uh, what's the equivalent now? Uh, you know, $100,000. Uh, $10,000 then, you know, it's probably equivalent to a million dollars now, or, or more, in regards to buying power. So he started giving it away, and they asked him. You know, he would. He would people would come. You know, a person was, was was trying to publish a safer, He'd give fifty dollars. He was like giving like large sums of money away. And one of the, the one of the members of the kid asked him, "Is there like?" He says, you don't understand something. You know, Baruch Hashem, I love learning. And I sit and learn the whole day. That's what I've always done. From the moment that this money came into my hands, my mind is distracted. Should I invest it in this? Should I invest it in that? What should I do with it? How should I take care of it? How should I... It's, it's, it's taking away from my learning. I can't deal with it. So I made up my mind that any person that's coming with wants to publish a safer gets $50. The person that's coming from a he gets this. The person coming from himself, he gets that. And I'm just giving it away, waiting for people to come. And of course, wants to smoke it out that he's giving. You know, there's, there's a line waiting by the door. You know, Baruch Hashem. And so shortly after, he got rid of all the money. He went back to able to learn. Money is distracting for many of us. Right? And we don't know, what it, you know how much it is. 
So the attitude of Imakain, for me, it's much more healthy not to have it. And I'm very, that's the Chalchila by me. They asked for the Ratzel. Um, one time they asked him, what would he do if he won the lottery? So without batting an eyelash, he said, I make a cash on every penny I receive from the yeshiva as a salary all over all the years, and I give it back to the yeshiva. He says, I don't know that I fulfill my obligations to the yeshiva, so maybe it's a wow. So if I had money, I address my potential gzela issue. That's what he answered. Because he constantly lived with the, 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 this, this thought process of I have responsibilities and they say we're right to the money even. And uh, if, I, if I could find some way to give it back, I give it back. So that's this. Wow. Um, the last piece over here. The individual who wrote it is an interesting fellow. He's definitely outside of the standard Orthodox Machna. Interesting fellow from Guy. One of his sons on here in Yeshiva in a period of time. Very deep thinker, etc. His father is like been committed himself in his own his own world, etc. Um, I just want to point out the first point over here. Believe in the dignity and morality of business. What is that about? So if you if you study your 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 your, your little bit of your history, um, one of communism's thought processes is that that business is immoral. Right, physical work, labor, producing something—that's a valid need. That's a valid purpose. Making money by set, buying it from people and giving to other people—like we don't need you. You're just taking advantage of people. So the whole concept of business, of capitalism, is, is immoral. Bets. That's one of the foundations of communism. So we're going to create a system of redistribution of wealth. There'll be no need for these people to do that. So everybody will work because they're supposed to work because work is good. And everyone will get because they need to live. And that's, that's the plan. right? But the Hanukkah was that business is immoral. So his first point is that business is, is not immoral. So that, and that in the Kuda, the Torah is, is very clear. It's very clear. <coughs> the more it talks about the importance of having business. Right. Business is the vehicle which the Russian put in the Bria, which allows items, the people who created them and have what to sell, to get the people who need them. That's why the Russian created something called business. Russia could have made a different system. He didn't make that system. You know, they are an intrinsic part of the society. So that point, I thought was like you know the rest of it. I don't know. You know, um, I could have deleted all of it, but okay, whatever. Um, on, on my website, I don't have a website, but my website, I'm not putting up the Ten Commandments of Ham for making money. That piece. Never But. That the kuda that 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 and and people will become will become rich. It's not it's not that's not something which is wrong. The Russian has reasons why some people become rich. Now the more it says Anita, this last point, the more it says Anita, that that's that's not because you're better or you're smarter. Because you could have two people which are just as just as good and just smart. And this, this one the Russian will make rich. It's only a month. And the more it says 
th- that's, you know, the, the, you can do everything, but the Barashim will decide who he wants to give the, the shiris to. And he has reason why he gives people the shiris and other people not a shiris. Um, but once we have it, and he's appreciated, you know, the Barashim allows us to have it, it's not, it's not, it's not something which is evil or bad. For some people it's an Isoyan. And yes, for them maybe in some way it would be better that they sh- wouldn't have it. But for many of us, the message is it's a bracha. You know, we dive in the Chaim a covenant. We already asked for Chaim Shalashavakavit. And we asked for Chaim Shalashavakavit. Not Sardin, Ashkenazim. Right? But the Atzim, it's a tefillah. The tefillah is it's a Gemara. It's a Gemara. The Rabbi used to say this tefillah regularly. Now, I don't know. Rabbi Asher Rekavit might have been a little different than the, you know, I don't think he's into the money, you know. Um, but it's not pranasa. He really sometimes not pranasa. So it means you want something more than just pranasa, and that and that's not not an unfair request. But what do you do with it? Do you do you perceive it as Birchas Hashem? You know, do you do you do you, do you appreciate it? Do you are you careful with it? Uh, so I'll just tell you that. And the, um, I mentioned to Rabbi Shmuel Kaufman from Detroit, right, that uh, the great grandson of, of, of all for the boss of Yaakov Yosef Herman, his eighties he was he was his eighties grandson all the way, like total moon and like. You know, mamish, like, you know, not any small from anything. He could say to anybody in their face, to, you know, the right thing to say, what the Russian wanted to do, I don't care what you think, you know, it's not not, not any small. Um, so I'll tell you two, two or three stories with him. So um, there was somebody who went to raise money for, for he was very involved in a lot of different stuff, and raising money for people and helping people, etc. He went to some kavir, some individual, and the person basically refused to meet him. You know, didn't want to get money, didn't want to meet with him. So he stormed into the room. He says, you don't want to see me? People don't want to see you. The person developed a face rash. He looked like ugly. Nobody wanted to see him. Like, it happened like, like you know, in the next few days. Mm-hmm. Like, that type of like you know, Whoa. so he was mocked, but like his daughter-in-law told me the following story: that um, you don't waste money; money is given to you to serve a kaddish But I should give money to the to the to not for mitzvahs for no reason. So whenever he was in New York, the, the, the son of the daughter-in-law lived, lived in New York. He never would take. You could go through the, the battery tunnel, which cost money. You could take the, 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 the bridge; it was for free. He would never take the tunnel. So I'm not going to give money to New York City. I could use money for better things to give money to New York City. Like that was the, the that was his sheet. So um, the reason why they were in New York is one of the son needed you know needed ongoing special therapy, and the, the therapist was in, was in Manhattan. So they lived in Brooklyn. And some you know the, the husband was learning in, in, in the Mir Yeshiva, and they drove in to Manhattan every day. The wife drove in to Manhattan every single day. But here you are, she's driving. Her father was driving her. He came for a visit. He's driving her, and they're they're they're, they're late for the appointment. So they take the tunnel, 
They would say, save the time and get to the appointment on time, otherwise they're going to be late. So she says, Daddy, please, I, I need to go through the tunnel. She says, Dinola, I don't take the tunnel. She says, Daddy, please, I need you to take the tunnel. Dinola, I don't take the tunnel. Dinola, for you, I'll take the tunnel. Good. So she gets to <laughs> she gets to the the they're like one person they're, they're, they're one car out from paying the toll the car behind them was an ambulance it gets a call so the law is they turn on the, the siren it has, to go. it has to go so they flag any any cars in the road go, they go, flag go. through so they don't have to pay the toll she says this is so, so you, know, wow. you know papa got his he didn't have to pay for his, his toll you know, you know. It's good to be cheap sometimes. <laughs> See, he told us a story that, you know, there, there, remember New York Air? Yeah, sure. Remember New York Air? Yeah. You don't remember New York Air? There was, there was an airline yeah. called New York Air. Uh, the the, the, right the planes had a right picture of Big Apple. Had a, pic, New York Air, New York. had a pic, picture of a Big New Apple with a Biden, right? right? right. You know? So New York Air they had these really cheap flights, you know, from these different cities into New York. So he was, it's wow. in Detroit. So the, size, the flights were $19 one way right. to, from Detroit to New York. The promotion, the first flight was 19 cents. Okay? So Rabbi Kaufman tells his wife, he hears about this thing, he says, you know, he says, her, her mother is still alive, she lived in the Lower East Side. So he says, Risha, we're going to go visit your mother. She says, Shmuel, the place is going to be packed. There's going to be like a million people want, want to get on this plane. We're not getting on the plane. She says, we're getting on the plane. Risha, let's go down to the airport, we're getting on the plane. 19 cents, we're going to visit your mother. 38 cents there, 38 cents back, we're visiting your mother. Okay? That much I can afford to pay your mother. <laughs> she gets there, and there's like hundreds and hundreds of people there. The plane holds like 250 people, and there's like, you know, there's like a thousand people there. She says, Shmuel, he says, listen to me, we're getting on the plane. Good. Comes time for the flight to depart, and there's a delay, mechanical issues. It'll be ready, delayed for an hour. Hour comes, delayed again. So people are... Finally, you know, this it says this big fellow gets up, this Midwestern, he says, you know, Southern Midwestern, he says, they take you up, but they don't take you down. He says, I'm not getting on the plane unless there's a religious man on that plane. I'm a rabbi! I'm a rabbi! <laughs> That was very Kaufman. Like, he, he would not waste money. <laughs> In his house, guest, Mamash Jerachava. For Mitzvah, Jerachava. For himself. But to waste, you know, you know, you can. Like, he used to go to the airport, he would send the kids to look, look at all the, 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 the coin, the, the, the pay phones, see if there's any to coins on the I mean, I was like, you know, like, Rabbi Kaufman. Like, you know, it's like, what's wrong? It's, it's a mythic. You like, use the money for mitzvah. Like, you know, like, not his ball. Wow. But money is a bracha. Money is a matar of bracha. Use it for mitzvahs, hard rap, whatever you want. But it's time to waste it. 